Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Friday, March 6, 2020. I'm Rich Strappolino. Amazon and Facebook have shut down their Seattle area office after confirming that workers at both companies have contracted COVID-19. Amazon recommends all Seattle and Bellevue, Washington employees work from home. Facebook encourages its Seattle employees to work from home, and Google has asked all its employees in Washington state to work from home. And Microsoft will let all of its Seattle and San Francisco area employees work from home. California's Santa Clara County, meanwhile, recommends companies in its jurisdiction avoid travel and postpone or cancel mass gatherings following the discovery of six new COVID-19 cases in the area. Cities in Santa Clara County include Cupertino, Mountain View, Palo Alto, and San Jose. Oppo announced its Find X2 Pro smartphone featuring a 120Hz 6.7-inch Quad HD AMOLED display, Qualcomm Snapdragon 865 chipset, 12GB of LPDDR5 RAM, 512GB of storage, and an in-display fingerprint reader. The Find X2 Pro drops the pop-up camera from the original Find X, but offers a three-sensor system on the back, with a 48-megapixel main shooter using Sony's new IMX689 sensor that supports phase-detect autofocus and 12-bit RAW capture, as well as a 5X optical zoom telephoto sensor and a 48-megapixel ultrawide camera. The phone also supports 65-watt Super VOOC 2.0 flash charging, providing a full charge in 38 minutes. The phone comes in black ceramic or orange vegan leather with a rose gold frame and starts at 6,999 yuan or 1,199 euros available in Europe this May. Oppo also unveiled a new wearable, the Oppo Watch. The 46mm watch features a 1.91-inch OLED screen with a 402 by 473 resolution and offers fitness and sleep tracking, music playback, and heart rate monitoring. It's water-resistant to 50 meters and includes an eSIM for cellular connectivity with a claimed 40-hour battery life that can achieve a 46% charge in 15 minutes with its VOOC fast charging system. It runs ColorOS Watch, derived from Android, but does not appear to be an Android Wear variant. It launches in China on March 24th for 1,499 yuan, or about $215 US. Samsung is launching its 8K and 4K QLED TV lineup in the US. The Q950TS flagship model come in 65, 75, and 85-inch models and run at 7680 by 4320 native resolution, have full-array local dimming to maximize HDR quality, and a peak brightness by up to 20% over last year's models. The TVs offer support for both AMD's open-source FreeSync and NVIDIA G-Sync technology for gaming and contain a neural network upscaling engine powered by the Quantum Processor 2.0 8K for 4K programming. No exact price or release dates were announced. Twitter announced it has expanded its rules around prohibited speech to include language that dehumanizes people on the basis of their age, disability, or disease. New tweets that break these rules could result in account suspensions. A vulnerability that impacts the Intel Converged Security and Management Engine is worse than originally thought, and a patch from May 2019 does not fully fix the issue. The CSME cryptographically verifies and authenticates all firmware running on a system. Mark Ermelaw from Positive Technologies found the bug can be exploited by malware with root privileges to recover the chipset key and grant an attacker access to everything on a device. Previously, it was thought physical access was needed to exploit the vulnerability. For sensitive systems, the only recourse is to replace the hardware. Only Intel 10th generation chips are free of the vulnerability. At AMD's Financial Analyst Day, the company announced Compute DNA, a new GPU architecture optimized for data center compute workloads. 
CDNA will include the second-gen AMD Infinity architecture to provide a high-bandwidth, low-latency interconnect between GPUs and CPUs with unified memory access across both, optimized for machine learning and high-performance computing workloads. AMD expects to launch the new architecture this summer. The European Commission announced it reached a data-sharing agreement with Airbnb, Booking.com, Expedia Group, and TripAdvisor to let the European Statistical Office publish data on the impact of short-term rentals. Data shared will include the number of nights booked and number of guests, aggregated at the municipality level. EU Commissioner Thierry Brenton said that while short-term rentals were useful for tourists and new sources of income, the agreement will look at the impact they have on communities. The first statistical report is expected to be published in the first half of 2020. And finally, Sonos removed the recycle mode on older devices that was previously tied to its trade-up program. Existing customers are still eligible for the 30% trade-up discount on new devices, but gives customers control over what they want to do with the older devices. Originally, opting into the trade-up program would grant customers the discount, but give legacy devices 21 days before entering into recycle mode, which would erase all data and permanently disable the device. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.